Okay, so we ended yesterday. We're starting Kuf Mem Hey Amid Aleph. We're at the fourth line down. I'm going to hear me up. So we, we, we um, ended yesterday with this concept of, we asked a couple of kashas that we said, B'Shem Shmuel, that if you squeeze a grape in straight, let's say, into a pot of food, so that's not going to be schita, right? Because that's not going to be considered schita because of this, this concept that we pioneer from Shmuel, which is mashkin habalo eichel ka'echel dami. And when you take liquid and you put it into food, it basically becomes as part of the food. It doesn't become liquid in the food, it's, it's food. And therefore, since the way to be seichet is to create liquid, to take liquid from a food, so if you squeeze, let's say, a grape directly into a pot of food, it's not considered schita because you're not getting, um, you're, you're not separating the liquid from food because it ends up in food anyway. So you didn't, it, it, right, originally the liquid is stored in the grape, it's part of the food, and at the end, it's now part of this pot, the grape juice is part of this pot, so you didn't accomplish the schita, right? You didn't, if, if schita, if the, if the goal, quote, so to speak, of schita is to get a fresh cup of grape juice, you didn't do that because it now went into the food. Um, so, Amar Yirmiya, this concept of Eichel, Eichel, Amashken Habal, Eichel, Ka'eichel Dami, that's actually Machlekes Tanoim. So, Amar Yirmiya, Ketanoi, Hamachlek Ba'anovim, let's say you uh, based, right? So, uh, B-A-S-T-E, so you, uh, you know, like on the chalas, they have like, it's basted with egg on the top, so it gives it like a, a sheen. So if you do that to bread with, with grape, right, with grape juice, um, so it's not, the chacham hold, the tanakama hold, it's not going to be mochsher l'kabal toma. And Rabbi Yehuda Omer, hochsher, it is hochsher, right? We, we discussed this before, that we know that um, in order for food to be mechabal toma, it has to come into contact with liquid. So the question is, when I baste with the grape juice, when I baste my, my bread with this, um, with, this, uh, <coughs> with this grape juice, is that considered a liquid or not? Is that considered a liquid to be machsherit, to be makambal tuma? And we're saying, my that Rabbi Yehuda holds it is hochsher. Why? Because when I put grape juice on my bread, yes, I put liquid, I squeezed a grape onto my bread, but it went, just like to Gadeira, it went onto bread, which is food. And the Tanakama holds that it's not Eichel. Okay, that is the Rabbanon. Hold it's not Eichel. And that's why it's not Mokshar. So we're trying to make this concept of Mashkan Abel Eichel, Ka'echel Dami, into this Machlegistan, into the Chacham Rabbi Yehuda. So Amar Rav Papa, no. He says, That according to everybody, this Machlekes, that is not the question, that's not the Machlekes over here, the Machlekes Tanoim. Everybody holds, Mashke Abalo Eichel is not in fact Eichel. That whole, this whole Machlekes here of whether if I based my Chala with grape juice, okay, if it is going to be or not, this has to do with mashka habala ibud, meaning like this. Okay, what we're saying is like this. What are you going to do with this bread that has the grape juice on it? You're going to stick it in the oven. And essentially, the liquid burns away. All you're left with is a shine, like a sheen, right? A sheen on the outer. It's, it's done for decorative purposes. So the, the, the mashka is gone. 
And maybe that's the machlekes. There's nothing to do with mashka bala eichel. But, however, if let's say you would squeeze grape juice into a pot of food, since the um, mashkin is still there, even though it's not necessarily separate and distinct, but it's still there, it never got burned away, maybe everybody would hold that it is not considered eichel. Okay? So, right? So, maybe mashka bala eichel lava eichel. Bala mashka bala eichel lava eichel. Bala mashka bala that Rabbi Yehuda holds that mashke, right, when you baste your bread with this grape juice, even though when you stick it in the oven, it's going to burn away, it's still considered a mashke. Umar mashkahu, and the Tanakama holds it's not a mashke, and therefore, loy um, hochsher, uh, according to the Tanakama. And the machlekes is now, uplukta, right, and this whole machlekes of mashke, nabali ibud, that is in turn a separate machlekes tanaim, a different tanaim. Uplukta the hani tanaim, and it's like the machlekes. Don't say it's a machlekes in Eichel, in Bashkin Abel Eichel, Eichel Dami, but rather it's a machlekes in, in whether or not Mashkin Abel Ibud is considered a Mashkin or not, like the following machlekes. We put it to Hani Tanoi, Ditanya. We have a Brisa that says, Let's say you squish grapes, uh, olives, sorry, you squish olives, Biyadam Musavas, with, with your tame hands. So, Hoksher, it is Moksher. Now, what we're saying is like this. If you had uh, olives that are a little bit unripe, right? They're hard, so you squish them to ripen them up. So a little bit of liquid will come out. Now, what Rashi explains is that you really want that liquid. It enhances the taste. So you're going to eat it anyways. You're going to eat the zesim. Therefore, when I squish a hard olive to make it soft so that it's edible and it lets out a little bit of, uh, of oil... That oil is oil that I want, right? It's nicholi, I want that. And therefore, that oil will be machsher. It will activate the oichel, the zayis, and then now the zayis can become a kabbal tumah. But, uh, if my whole intent is I'm squishing the olive so that it's edible, but I'm going to dip it into salt anyway, so I'm not going to get the benefit of that liquid. When you dip it in salt, the liquid uh, dissolves, right? So it's, you're not going to get the benefit of that liquid. So then, loy because I, the liquid doesn't do anything for me, that liquid which comes from squeezing to try to ripen, it doesn't do anything. Now, this, now here, this is what we want. So what they used to do is they go to the field, the guy, the farmer wanted to know, hey, is my olive tree ripe? So he'd squish it. Now he wasn't going to eat it, he just wanted to know if it, was, if it was ripe. So he squishes it, some liquid comes out, Okay, so we're saying then it's a machlekes. Tanakama holds it's not hochsher. Rabbi Huda Amar hochsher. That it is hochsher, meaning that when you squeeze the olive to see if it's ripe or not, some liquid's going to come out. But where's that liquid going to go? It's going to go on the ground. You're not, you're not getting any benefit from it. So this is now a question of mashkin ha'helech li'ibod, if it is considered mashkin or not in regards to whether it will be mochsher the eichel to be makabal tomorrow or not. My love, how come if we have a mashka, it is mashka, it is, it is mashka, and that's why when I squeeze the olive just to see if it's ripe and some liquid comes out, it's going to be mochsher the tomorrow. Okay, so now essentially we, we, we had, um, we have our, what we came off of yesterday was, we said that mashka na balo eichel ka eichel dami, we wanted to say it's a mashka tanayim, we said that no, that 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 we brought is in fact a machlokes tanaim about halachli, but like this one. So Amar Rav Huna Bereid Rav Yeshua, no. 
This one, this last one you brought, right, this second Machlech Sanayim is definitely Mashkin Ohelech Ibod, meaning the one where you squish the olive to know whether it's ripe or not, that is for sure Mashkin Ohelech Ibod. However, the Hanach Tanay, the first, the first Machlech that you brought between the Chamer of Yehuda, that's not necessarily a Machlech in Ohelech Ibod. That was the way, um, that was the way um, uh, Rav Papa tried to explain it, but Rav Huna Brader of Yeshua is saying, no, that first machlekes is not. This is, the first one is a machlekes, and what happens if you have mashka that's only purposes to shine? Is that considered, right? It's, it's just coming to put a glaze on it. So it's not, you don't want the benefit of the liquid from an eichel uh, perspective, from a mashka perspective. It's just, you're basting your chalos with this grape juice. And it creates a shine. Then there's a Maseper Machlekes. So according to the way uh, Rav Huna, Brader of Yeshua, is explaining these brises. So number one, we had a Memra saying that we had from Shmuel, basically saying that if you squeeze Mashkin into a pot of food, then that is considered, uh, that's not considered Mashkin. Point number one. We, we were not able to do is bring it as a Machlekes. We do definitely have a Machlekes in regards to Mashkin, number one, by basting your challah with, with grape juice and with uh, squeezing your grape to see if it's ripe. So on the basting, your challah machlekes, we have two ways to learn that machlekes tonight. Either, according to the way Rapapa wanted to explain it, that's a mashkin ha'ilach li'ibud, ki'ibud dami or not, and those second, and it's just the same machlekes that we have in regards to squeezing the, the, the zayas to see if it's ripe. And according to Rav Huna, Rav Huna, that there are two separate machlekes and one is a machlekes in regards to what happens if you're just basting to put a shine on, and one is a mashkan l'helech li'ibad ki'ibadami machlekes. Amarav zeimer amachia bar ashi amarav. Seichit adam eshkalan avam l'techek deira, avlechetechek kara. Right, this is a, um, it seems to be a copy of the memory that we said b'shem Shmuel, we're saying it b'shem rav as well. The rav's going to also hold that you can squeeze a grape right into a kadeira. Okay, but not into a ka'ara, meaning not into a plate. That you can't do, okay, because um, even though it's not necessarily nicker that you're going, right, the chiddush was, like we said yesterday, the chiddush is even though it's not into a cup, so it's not nicker that you're using it for the juice, but still, if it's not going into food, it's going to be a problem. Vidag litzira, okay, that's the point over here. Afilotecha ka'ara, that's the chiddush. That, however, just, even though one may not squeeze a grape, squeeze the grape juice into a plate, one may squeeze a fish even, to, even into a plate because the brine, right, you're trying to get that brine, the, 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 the salty stuff out of the fish. The brine that you uh, squeeze from the dog is all, will always have a status of oichel and therefore you can even squeeze it into a plate. You learned this memra from Rav that you can squeeze a fish you can squeeze out the juice of a fish even into a plate because that is the din of Eichel. Anan, however, us, Mishmei de Shmuel, Masin Allah, we, you add it from Rav, we add it from Shmuel, the Kashalan, and because we learned it from Shmuel, we add a Kasha. Miyamar Shmuel, Douglas, Sirai, Philotechakara, did Shmuel say that you can squeeze the fish and get the fish juice, the brine out, even into a plate? However, we learned the following Machlaikis. Kivashim, Shesachdan, if you had pickled vegetables, that you pickled, right? Like a pickle, and you squeezed it, amarav ligufan mutter. If let's say you squeeze the pickle because you want the salty juice out of it, right? You, 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 um, you pickled it, and now you have a bunch of salty you know, water 
inside the pickle. So you squeeze the pickle to get the salty water out. Then that's going to be mutter. However, lemay mayhem patravel aser. To squeeze because you want the salty water, that's what you actually want, that's going to be a problem. Vishlokos and cooked vegetables, bain legufan, bain lemeyam mutter. That cooked vegetables, both the liquid and the vegetable, have a status of eichel. And therefore, it doesn't matter if you want, if you're squeezing the cooked vegetables to get the water out so that you can enjoy your vegetable more, or because you actually want the, you know, you want a soup. Right, you want to, you have cooked uh, uh, carrots, and you want uh, you know the carrot juice to drink. That's either way, it's going to be mutter. Vishmuel Amar Shmuel says, "Echad kvashim echad shlakos leguva in mutter lemeimeim pater aval aser." So what did Shmuel say? Shmuel said, "Now Doug is going to have the same din of shlakos. They're both foods that the liquid is is not really its own liquid." And yet, Shmuel, what did Shmuel say? He didn't say it's mutter. He said patravel aser. So all that's going on over here is Rabdimi says, I'm um, sorry, Abaya says to Rabdimi, by the way, you learned this member from Rav, so there's no problems, but I learned it from Shmuel, and I'm going to have a problem. Because if it came from Shmuel, Shmuel seems to be saying, just like we learned by Shlokos, that if you squeeze a fish for the brine, it's not going to be good. So Amr Lay, Rabdimi responded to Abaya, he says, look, I'm telling you, ene ra'u v'loizar, Quoting a pasuk, and he's saying, "Mipuma de Reb Yirmiya Shmiyali." I heard this from Reb Yirmiya. Reb Yirmiya, my Reb Zeir, Reb Zeir, my Reb Chia Bar Ashi, Reb Chia Bar Ashi, my Rav. So I have a direct misayir that this came from Rav, not from Shmuel, and that's why I don't have your problems. So uh, rest easy. Now let's. We're going to go into this sugya a little bit here, as far as because we're in schita, as far as squeezing vegetables, and now we're going to have. We're going to introduce a third shita. So there's three shitas here, and um, Morty, I do have a chart for you. Okay, in case you were worried. Gufa. I didn't originally, but then in my head, I'm like, oh, well, he likes charts, so I can, I can chart this one. Okay. Gufa. I really enjoyed making the chart, I'll be honest with you. Okay, just so you know. Gufa. Kavash, there's something, there's something that's like nice about making a chart. It just feels like everything's wrapped up. If you're sl- slightly OCD as I am, um, it's just for some reason. Okay, Gufa. So we learned here, Kvashim Shesachdan. Let's say you have pickled vegetables that you squeezed out. So Amar Rav, Rav said, Lugufan, if you're squeezing out the juice because you want a better pickle, right, with less liquid in it, then it's mutter. Lemeimeyan, however, if you want the pickle juice, then pater, avalaser, then uh, you're not supposed to, you cannot do it lechachila. Vishlakois, bein legufan, bein lemeimeyan, mutter. Rav holds, you're squeezing out a cooked, you know, cooked celery. Doesn't matter if you want the celery to have less water or you want celery water, Either way, it's going to be mutter. But Shmuel Amar, he says like this. He says it doesn't matter whether it's kvashim or shlokos. He says it's like echad zev, echad zev, legufon mutter. If you're trying to get rid of the water to make the oichel better, then it's fine. Then it's mutter. You're allowed to do it. Lemeimeyan, however, if you want, anytime you're squeezing food to get the liquid out, that's going to be pater aval. Also, like we said, that was Shmuel Shita. Rabbi Yechanan Amar, echad kvashim, echad shlokos, legufon mutter. So he says, like Shmuel, that Legufan's mutter. However, he says that anytime you're squeezing out food to get liquid, even food to get, anytime you squeeze food to get liquid out from it and you want the liquid, that's going to be Isr Daraisa Chayev Chatos. It says, we have a Bryson that says, you can squeeze out Kvashim Bishabbos Lutzarech HaShabbos. That's a blanket rule. It's going to be a kasha on everybody. Why? Because 
and we'll, we'll read the rest of the price in a second, but he says that you can squeeze Kloshim. He doesn't say only for Eichel, not for Meimehen. And nobody holds, even Rav, who's the, who's the most Mekel Shita, says that if, to be Seichek Kvashim for Meimehen is Pater Aval Aser. Shmuel holds, of course, is Pater Aval Aser as well. He said even Shlokasar. And Rabbi Yechonon holds is Chai Chata. So it's a Kasha on all three Shitas. How could the Brisa come and say that you can squeeze out Kvashim, that you can squeeze out a blanket rule that you're allowed to squeeze out a pickle juice from a pickle? Okay, so the Brisa just continues. Abel, let say Shabbos. But you, so you, but you can't squeeze out on Shabbos for Matzei Shabbos. And of course, that everyone's going to agree is Chayv Chatas. Kasha Rav, Kasha L'Shmol, Kasha L'Yechon. It's a Kasha on everybody. So Rav Mataretz L'Tamei. So we each have to slightly modify, insert some additional um, parentheses here, okay, to modify the so slightly to make it work for each of them. Rav Mataretz L'Tamei, Shmol Mataretz L'Tamei, Rav Yechon Mataretz L'Tamei. Rav Mataretz L'Tamei. Like this. Sluch din kivashim b'shabes l'tzarech ha-shabes. Avaloy l'mat se-shabes. V'medmar mamurim l'gufan. So he's going to mechalak and say that's l'gufan. Again, if you want to get the pickle juice out of the pickle, that was Rav Shita saying, of course you're allowed to squeeze it. Avaloy me-mehem pater aval aser. Okay, but if you want the pickle juice, if that's what you want to drink, it's going to be pater aval aser. V'shlakais, and when it comes to cooked vegetables, bein l'gufan bein l'mehem motor. That everyone's going to agree to. That if you squeeze out then of course you Okay, again, Shmuel holds that it doesn't matter whether it's Shlokas or Kavashim. That all we care about is if you wanted it for Gufan, then you're allowed. If you're trying to get the liquid out of the food so you can have a better food experience, then it's allowed. If you're trying to get the liquid out, it is Patrav Al-Asr. So, who adin lishlakos makes no difference. Medvar mamurim again. We're going to put insert insert. We're going to insert a medvar mamurim that is legufa, and that's to make the, the vegetables better. But if you want the pickle juice or celery juice, patar aval aser. Everyone's going to agree to that that it is an issue that rice to squeeze um, olives and grapes. The third one. You are able to do So he says that you are allowed to squeeze, um, right? You're allowed to squeeze legufan to make the vegetables better to eat. You're allowed to squeeze out the liquid. It is exactly the same. So according to Rebbechim, there's only two categories, mutter and chayv chatas. So if you're doing it to better the food, then we're going to say mutter. You want to get the, the pickle juice out of the pickle, so it's not as, uh, you know, it's a better, tastes better, then it's fine, um, mutter. But if you're trying to get the, the pickle juice because you want the pickle juice, that is the exact same as squeezing grapes to get grape juice. Okay. Okay. Okay, so this is, no, okay, so we're done with, pretty much done with that sugya. And we're almost done with the whole suya of Schit over here. Okay, we're going to uh, Amar, one last memra. Amar, uh, Rav and Shmuel, what's the difference? Like, what's by pickle, why you can why you squeeze it? I, I'd have to say that the shlokas, I mean, I'm making up my own shot here. But the, by the, when it comes to the vegetables, the cooked vegetables, the water is only being used it's always meant to like get absorbed within the vegetable and therefore it's bottled to the eichel as opposed to by the kvashim 
the, yes, you're using the liquid to pickle, but it wasn't, the water doesn't necessarily get um, all, it, it still maintains some level of independence, right? When you cook vegetables, the water, right, essentially would get movla, totally sucked into the food. Okay, and therefore what we're saying is there really is no water here, it's all vegetable. Maybe, I just made it up. And then when, when it comes to pickles, though, yeah, you're putting the stuff into the water, the water always maintains its own, like its own thing. Sometimes it gets sucked into the pickle, but it's not about uh, cooking, it, it's, it's not about cooking it, it's about getting the pickle to a certain, you know, I guess maybe a certain state. But the water is maintained as opposed to shlokas, that's what I would say. And therefore, I mean, it's definitely clear from looking at Rashi that by shlokas, Rashi says specifically, um, uh, where is it over here? Um, so Rashi specifically says by Shlokas that there is no concept of liquid here according to the way Rav was understanding it. And that's why he's totally makeler. So that's what I, my shot could be totally, I mean, totally wrong, could be nonsensical, but either way, you have to come back to Rashi saying that the liquid needs to be, it has a din of Eichel when it comes to Shlokas. Okay, so one last memory over here from Rechia Barashi Amarav, Devar Torah, Enai Chayev, Ela Aldrisas, Zesim, Va'anovim. That, you're only Chayev, let's say you stomp on something, you stomp on fruits, you're only going to be Chayev, Midaraisan, Zesim, Va'anovim, Bilvad. V'chein, Tani Be'menashe, Devar Torah, Enai Chayev, Ela Aldrisas, Zesim, Va'anovim, Bilvad. Okay, that the, the issue of stomping on stuff, okay, um, however, for any other fruit, if you're derech, if you stomp on it, right, you take apples and you step on them, or, right, and that's the way they used to make, um, actually, I think it was part of the uh, a taste for the wine was the fungus from people's, this people that stepped on it, right, it was part of what goes into the, yeah, yeah. Uh, think about that next time you drink some wine. Okay, but anyway, um, so, so uh, what we're saying is that it's normal that for, it is normal to, to extract the juice to step on them, however, for any other, for any other food, it is not considered normal to step on it, and therefore it's lava orche, you're not going to be chayv daris, it's now a built-in shinoi. And that's what he's saying over here. Okay, and then a totally separate point outside of schita, so we're done with schita. Ve'ein aid mi aid kosher, ela le'edus isha bolvat. That one aid to another, normally the aid, the aid, an aid has to come and give the aidus to Bezdin. However, if an aid tells somebody else, right, hearsay, hearsay would work, um, uh, it, it, it will only work for a isha, meaning if a woman's husband, if a woman's husband went, went away, um, went out of, out of and, and we hear, they hearsay, right? So a, a aid me PA says that her, the husband died, I saw him get killed, right? So then we can believe her and so that the woman can get married, okay? All right, and we, well, we, that's, that's a famous, we're going to have that, that's one of the, right, afkiu rabbanan kedushamine. That call, right, even though that Kedushin is the Daraisa, how are we going to allow Amy P.A.? That is that call, call on the Kaddish, a daited on the Kaddish, that all Kedushin, even though it's a Daraisa act, it happens with the approval of Bezin and Afki Rabbanim Kedushin Mine. Okay, and then, so now Ibai Lahu, by on this aid me pay aid concept, we want to know, Le'edus Bechar Mahu. What about for Edus Bechar? Okay, so what is Edus Bechar? Let's say you have a Bechar born, so the din was you have to give it to a Kayim. And then, now the Kayim can eat it once it gets a mum. So, however, the Chazal enacted that in order for a Kayim to eat it once it gets a mum, that he has to bring an aid to say that, because otherwise our concern is that the Kayim put a mum in it himself so that he could eat it. 
Okay, so we want to know what about this Amy P. Aid? Now, what's the Havamina? The Havamina is, is that this is also some looser kind of Aidus that we do let an Isha do this Aidus. A woman can come and say that, yeah, I saw that the uh, you know, cow uh, uh, ripped its uh, you know, side on the, or whatever, right, on the, uh, on the fence, and, and, and the mum was made, you know, uh, the, the, the Kayin didn't do it. So now Ravami Aser, Ravasi Shari. Ravami allowed, he said it's Aser to have Aiden Piedra, and Ravasi said it's Motor Amalei Ravami, the Ravasi, Vatanadu Menashio, Aiden Piedra, Kasher El Aiden We just said that it's only going to be, it's only, you're only allowed to use Aiden Piedra for Aiden Isha. Okay, so which means, sounds like that I'm going to issue to testify that the husband died. So Ema, he answered, you know what it means, Aiden Isha? It doesn't mean. Edus for a woman, it means at any time we'll allow and a woman to be an aid. So for Agona we'll allow it, and for Bechor we'll allow a woman. So since we allow a woman, we'll allow ADP8 as well. Rabbi Yemer, Achsher, ADP8, LeBechor. Rabbi Yemer said, and therefore based on this, he says, yeah, you're allowed to use ADP8 for, to testify that the Bechor got a mum on its own, the Kayin didn't do it. So he got the following moniker, the following nickname of, uh, instead of calling him Mar Yemar, it's Yemar Shari Bukhra. Okay, the, the Bukhar, Mekel Bukhar guy. Now by the way, the learner says that Halacha is, is Kashar with Bukhar. So the last point, I guess, uh, I lied, there's one last thing on Schita over here. We said in the Mishnah that Chalas Devash, if you take some honeycombs, Right, the loaves of honey inside the uh, hive, and you cut them, cut them, you risk them, right? You chop them into little like pieces, and then you leave it sit there. So what's going to happen? The honey will flow out. The honey will ooze out. So what we're saying is chalas tevasha riskon. That's a machlekes, and that's on erev Shabbos you did that. So it ended up it's mashkim shezavu. It came out on Shabbos on its own. That's exera because we don't want you to do it in the first place, right? So mashkim shezavu. It's a machlekes by devash. Machlekes chachamim say that it's aser, and Rabbi Lazar says it's mutter. So kiyaser reishim and adar also ba'aisim asisa biyada. He brought the following memra: zeisim va'anavim, right? So the Mishnah talked about chalas tevash. If you have olives and grapes, Shariska, Mayor of Shabbos, that you cut them, again, you chop them up, and now what's going to happen? The olive oil and the grape juice comes out on its own on Shabbos. Asurin, it's going to be Asur, like the Tanakama of our Mishnah. Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon, Matirin. Rebbe Lazar and Rebbe Shimon say it's Mutter. So now, Amr of Yesef, Rebbe Yesef says, What's the point? Ah, Isu, right? You came and Isu Masisa Biyade, you came to teach us this new manner. What's the point here? What did you add? All you added, it seems like, is that not only does Rabbi Lazar hold this mutter, but Rabbi Shimon also says this mutter. Some of you said, Gabri, you're coming to tell us that there's another person that he needed to come teach me that? I don't really care if Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon say Rabbi Lazar says it. it was, you're coming and you're saying, ah, I have something, I have a new, a new thing for you to learn. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon, okay, shkayach. So Amalei Abaya, no, Abaya says to Yosef, no, you're wrong. Sorry, Tuva Kavashman. He's telling us a huge chiddush over here. The Yemas Nisan Havamina Hasam Hu to make Kara Ochlo Besayf Ochlo. From our Mishnah, what are we talking about? Chalas Devash. That Devash, when it's in the Chala, has a din of Eichel. And you know what, honey, when it comes out, what's its din? It's not Mashkin. It's Eichel as well. So I would have thought maybe that's why. Okay, maybe that's why Rabbi Lazar holds its mutter. Because it never really changed. It was always in the same state. However, when you're talking about cutting grapes and olives and you chop them up and you leave them there, so now what's going to come out? You chopped it before Shabbos, it was as a fruit. 
Now they flow out on their own. Now you have a liquid. So I would think, a moloi, that even Rabbi Lazar is going to hold that it's still going to be usher. That he only held mutter by a case of devash of honey, kamash malon, and it's a huge chedesh. He came to tell us that not, this concept of chalas devash is not limited. It's not limited to uh, honey, but rather, even when it comes to true liquids, we're going to have the same. We're going to have the same heter. Zuck the next mishnah. Call, so now, basically, this is going to discuss the concept of aim bishar, or bishal achar bishal. So zuck the mishnah. Kol shabab and anything that came into hot water, that's code word for cooked. So anything that was cooked, Mayor of Shabbos, Sharon and You can reinsert Aim Bishal Achar Bishal. You could reinsert it into hot water if it was already fully cooked. And if it did not come into Chaman, meaning if it wasn't cooked, then so let's say you have a piece of chicken, it was never cooked, Madichin. You can rinse it. So you could pass hot water over it because being madich madichon. Okay, by, by rinsing it in hot water, even if it's boiling hot water, that won't actually cook it. The only exception is, and this is the concept of Kali Abishal, which comes up in regards to, let's say, making tea on Shabbos. Okay, this Maliyah Hayashan and this uh, fish called Kulayas Aspinin, okay, they have very, very thin skin, right, or very, it's very easy to cook, and therefore, just rinsing it in hot water will in fact cook it. So what we're saying is, if something was cooked before Shabbos, you can cook it after Shabbos. You can cook it on Shabbos. If it was fully cooked before Shabbos, except, right, and if it wasn't cooked at all, if it's still raw, then you can rinse it in boiling hot water because it's not going to cook it except for these two things, which are Kali Bishal and those you're not allowed to do. So Kagoyin Mai, Zak the Gemara, the Gemara wants to know, what is an example of something that is cooked before Shabbos and then you would reinsert it in hot water on Shabbos? Amarav Safra, Kagoyin Taranagaloisa, Derev Abba. It's like the chicken the Rav Abba used to eat. Rav Abba used to eat chicken that was, it was so, it was so overcooked that it was basically mushy. It was like nursing home food that, they, you know, people that didn't have teeth. It was so mushy. Now, Bama Rav Safra, Rav Safra didn't like this type of chicken. He said, I went to Rav Safra, in Yerushalayim. He said, I went and I ate it. Had Rav Abba not given me three-year-old excellent wine, is nasi, I would have, I would have uh, thrown it up. It was so disgusting to me, this dissolved chicken, that it was so disgusting. Now, Rav Yechanan, so we're having a little bit of a food spat here. We want to know whose cuisine is better, the Yerushalayim people or the Bavloi people. That's what's going on right now. So Rav Yechanan, Rayek Mikutach Bavloi. Rav was from Eretz Yisrael, and he ate the, the Kutach Bavloi was the, um, the dip that they used to eat. And he, uh, he would riot, he would spit it out. It was so, to him, it was so over salty, it was disgusting. I'm Rav Yesef, Rav Yesef, who was from Babel, said, Hi, you know what? You think your food is so good? Well, remember, you got the chicken of Rav Safra. And I'm sorry, from the chicken of Rav Abba, okay, that, uh, I'm sorry, right, I said uh, Rav Safra, I meant. You have this yucky, uh, over-dissolved, over-cooked chicken. So your cuisine is not so great either. And, by the way, you're making fun of our stuff? I want to tell you, Rav Gaza came from Eretz Yisrael to Babel. He brought it back home and it became quite a delicacy. Everybody who was sick wanted this Kutach Bavloi. So number one, you're sitting there spitting at the fact that we have this uh, Kutach Bavloi. 
right? You, the Yushalayim people, are making fun of our food. I'm telling you, number one, first of all, you got pretty disgusting food yourself. And number two, well, when we brought this back there to Israel, people loved it. Is there any like deeper thing bias, or just really fighting about the fight of Ashkenazi food long, long? Exactly, right? <laughs> the Sephardi, yeah, the Sephardi Ashkenazic <laughs> taste buds. Kosher. <laughs> <laughs> my mother is Taimani, and my father is like Ashkenazi, Ashkenazi. So when we were kids, my father used to my father used to make like the schug dip. So he had like you know the schug with the and he used to mix it with like soup and then put lemon in. And as I always remember, by the way, that like coming off of this sugi, that's why it reminded me, because Friday night my father used to make this schug dip. So lemons, he had to use lemon juice because you can't squeeze lemon into liquid. He used to take the schug with, with, with soup as like a base and then he put lemon juice in. But he also used to make Shabbos at the table. He used to make like an avocado dip. That, because it was eichel, coming off of what we were saying before, he used to squeeze a lemon directly in. Because you can squeeze a lemon into eichel. But anyway, so my father would sit there and, and eat, you know, so in order to water down the schuk, he had to mix it with lemon and, and soup. And uh, my mother, Stay she used to just take it from the bottle and just eat it straight. Anyway, kol shabah, kol shabah b'chamen. Okay, so we said that anything that comes in chamen, um, if you, okay, we said, I'm sorry, we're going, now we're going on the safe of the Mishnah. What happens? We said that if you have Kali Abishal, you cannot rinse it in water because by rinsing it in water, it will, it, it will essentially cook it. Now, what happens if you did it? It's real cooking. Except for this uh, old, um, this type of uh, uh, salt and this uh, Spanish fish. Okay, now we're going to have a story over here. So we're coming off of this Kulayas Ha'aspinin, and it's going to tie back into somewhere in the story. And Ravasi are hopping a schmooze in front of Yechanan. was dozing off. He wasn't so interested in the hawk. So Tell me, why are the birds in bubble fat? So he responded back to him. Ravasi said, It's not true. Right? They're having this is continuing the uh, Babel Yerushalayim. And as you have fat birds in Babel, he says, No, by the way, go to Gaza. And okay, he says, They're even fatter in Gaza. It's not true. Why do people in Babel they get extraordinarily happy when it comes to celebrating Yantif? So he responded, Right? They're Aniyim. They don't have any other time to party. So they look forward to Yontif. They get out all their simcha on Yontif. So why do the Talmidei Chachamim in Babel wear really nice clothing? Right? It means like they wear nice clothing. Because people in Babel are not B'nai Torah. And therefore, this is what he tried to answer. And therefore, they're not going to respect the rabbis because of their Torah. Because they're Amaratzim. They're not going to know the difference. So what they do is they dress in nice clothing. And then, you know, even in Amarat, it's like, oh, he looks like a Chashav guy. Okay, um, why are the goyim? Why do they have this uh, zuama, like an impurity? Because it comes from eating shkatsim rasim, right? We, we said kedushim, right? In the parish kedushim, it says don't eat shkatsim rasim, like kedush, right? That we should be holy. That that's what makes it holy. So if they, if you eat it, then it makes you impure. Isatr behu Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan woke up, so he's he, he wasn't really paying attention to the shmuz, but he I guess he must have. He must have heard what they were talking about. He said to them, Young, tell me the Haven't I told you? 
What does that mean? If you know the answer to something and you're 100% sure, just like you know your sister is also, she's going to be an Arayas, Amruhu, then you can say it. Keep your mouth shut if you don't know the right shot. Okay, so then you give the answer for all these things. So, you give us the answer for these. So, so he said, okay, fine. Number one, it's not because, uh, it, it, the reason why in Babel the birds are uh, fatter is because they never went to Galush. Remember, as the Pasuk says, so they never had to experience exile. So, remember, the Pasuk says, Shanan Mayav, you're quiet, Minu Urav, Shakat. So we see that um, How do we know that the ones from Eretz Yisrael did, that the animals included in that would be the birds from Eretz Yisrael did go into Golos? For 52 years from the time Sitkio was Gaila until Kairish brought people back to start in the construction of the Beis HaMikdash. So 52 years, nobody went into Yehuda. The Pasuk says, right, this is... Uh, Right, this is Mamish. This is Mamish tonight. Uh, well, I mean, this is uh, this is tomorrow's haftarah. I believe that's in tomorrow's haftarah. Okay, so we're saying that that's what happened. In the gala, the the galas. I always think it's kind of cool when you get something in the daf that ties into like the day. Okay, behema. Um, right, it says um, it says ba'ad behema beis hey mem hey is bigmatria chamisha v'tartin havo. Okay, and that's what we're, we're, we're showing that these, um, that it means that it's remes to these 52 years that they were also in exile. And the bottom line is um, that what happened? The bottom line is, is that the birds, you want to know why in Bubble they're fattest? Because they never went to Gullus. And Eretz the birds along with all the animals went to Gullus and the fish as well. And that's how it's going to tie back into our Mishnah. They all came back. Except for this kulayis aspin and this uh, this type of fish, right? That's what we alluded to on the Mishnah. Dama Rav, Rav says Hani Madri the Bubble. So Bubble is of the lowlands, right? We know that Shinar was originally Bubble. That's where all the, the, the that's where society started again after the Mabel because that's where everything kind of went to. Shinar Bubble's lowlands. Okay, so Hanu Madri the Bubble Mahadri Maila Ain Itum. That there was some sort of water pressure system that used to return the water to Ain Itum, which is that um, the, the, right, that Ein Itum was where the Kohanim used to that, that, that returned the water to the base of Mikdash. The high Kiman the Loi Shadre, since it did not have a strong spine, like Matzi Siluk. Okay, was not able. So what happened? So you had all the fish. So there was some sort of water pressure piping system that that they had extensive uh, canals, right, of water that was able to return the water up upstream. So the the, the fish came back to Eretz Yisrael. They were in Gaulus. They went to Babel. They came back through these pipes. They had to swim upstream. Okay? Except that this Kulayis Haspin and this Spanish uh, fish, which, right, this Spanish fish did not have a strong enough spine to swim, up, swim upstream, so it never came back. Okay, now that was Kash number one. Kash number two, Tell me, why in Babel do they sell, right? They celebrate the Chagim, right, a lot. You know why? It's not because they don't make any other parties and because they're poor. It's because they were never got the kala. As the Pasuk says, That was this past week's Haftarah. Right? We said that, that part of the goals was caused by that, 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 that Kali Yisrael hated 
the Chodshechem Moadechem, right? That a Chag is not just a celebration, but rather it's in it's Moadechem. It's an appointed meeting time with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's a time to re re explore a relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And when we when we had that Cheshman and Nefesh time, right? We had special time that we used that time with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That we hated it. We didn't we didn't look forward to it. And that is the call here. My so what does the pasuk mean? By the way, my Hayolayla Toyrech. What does it mean that 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 you made a Toyrech for me, Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Hayolay. That by them hating Maya, it became a tarech for me. What was the tarech for Hakadosh Baruch Hu? I'm Rabbi Lazar, I'm Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Ladain she Yisrael shechaitin lefanai that they don't want my Mayadim that they do chatam, but rather elish matrichin. I see leide ezek zera kasha avi aleim. That that because of the way they treated Yantif, I have to explain to them what type of um, what time what type of punishment I have to bring. I'm Rabbi Yitzchak. What does that mean? In the chakol regal v'regal shaloi basa bolshes l'tzipiri that there was no Yantif that the troops didn't come to Tzipiri to disrupt. Right, that was the punishment. These are different government officials. The government uh, officials used to send people to make trouble for the Yidin on Yontif. And the third one, Why do they wear nice clothing in Babel? It's because, okay, it's not because the people are not Tamidi Chachamim, but rather it's because they are not from there. So they have to distinguish them, themselves. The Amri Inchi, Bim Masa, right? We, we are transplanted to Bavel. We're not, it's not our native land, at least they were saying in those days. The Amri Inchi, people say, Bim Masa Shmai. In the city, if I go to my hometown, I just tell them what my name is. Okay, if you have, you know, if you come from a good family, you say, I'm so-and-so, and then everybody knows who you are. But, if you don't have a hometown, you need to wear nice clothing, right, that's going to make you distinguished. So this is just a riot that we see that in Babel, they were actually right? Rabbi Yechanan said, the first shot was, is because they, they weren't so they had, they had to, they were only, um, they would only, uh, uh, respect them because of the nice clothing. Rabbi Yechanan said, no, they were Tanei Chama. How do we see this? Habayim Yashar Shachar from the following passage, Yatsu Zuparach Yisrael, that Habayim, that they came, they took root, Yaakov take root, and they Yatsu, they uh, blossomed, uh, they budded and they blossomed Yisrael. Tanei Rabbi Yisrael, Tamei Chachamim, Shabbabel, Sha'isin Tzitzin Uprachim Latayra. Okay, that these were specifically referring to Tamei Chachamim in Babel. So we see that there were there were Tamei Chachamim in Babel. One more. The last discussion point that they had, they wanted to know why are the Gayim impure, right? They have the Zuama. So the, the, we say, Shalei Amdu Al Har Sinai. Because Rabbi Yechanan said, because they didn't, they didn't stand at Har Sinai. What does that mean? Shebesha Sheba Nachash Al Chava, when the Nachash was Bayal Chava, Hitopa Zuaba. He injected her with a certain Zuama, an impurity. So Yisrael Shamdal Har Sinai Pasca Zuamasa. The Zuama went away. This, uh, Disgustingness went away. And that's everybody, really, all humanity had it. We got cleansed, but everybody else didn't. Really? Gerim, my, what are you going to do about Gerim? They didn't go to Harsinai. So he said to him, Even though the Gerim themselves weren't there, right? Their, their, their mazel was there. There was something of them there. The it says, what is, How do we know this? Because the Pasuk says, we say in Nitzavim that, that even the people that aren't here, that weren't, that weren't Makabal the Torah, what does that mean? We're talking about the Geir and the Mazel of the Geir and Lasse Lavai. Now, by the way, this concept of Rav Yechanan who says that when was the Zuama Pasak from the Nachash, that it was, the, 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 the Zuama was Pasak 
by uh, Harsinai that argues on Rav Avraham Kahana, that argues on Rav Avraham Kahana, at Shloisha Deris, like Pascha Zuama, I would say no, right, that the Zuama caused bad kids, and it, it ended with Yaakov, meaning, Avram Haledis Yishmal, Yitzchak Haledis Esav, Yaakov Haled, Yud Be'i Shvatim, Shloi Haya Bahem Shem Doifi, and the Zuama was gone well before Mountain Terror, it was actually gone, um, it was actually gone uh, by the time the Shvatim came around. Uh, what is this? One. There. Send this around. Try to do a quick uh, summary. Okay. Um, yeah, so we start that uh, we, we were coming and saying, Rabbi Yirmiyah tried to say that the Mashkin about this concept, we said yesterday, B'Shem Shmuel, the Mashkin about Echel Ka Echel Dami is Machlik Yastanayim from Machlik Ba'anovim, where you based your bread with uh, grape juice. And Rabbi Papa said, no, he argued, he said, Lakulayama, that it's not going to be Echlin, right? That uh, and, and what is that Machlik is a Machlik Ba'anovim? That's Mashka Echel Ibud, or if Huna explained it, that that's Hechel Tzach Tzachai, okay? That, um, uh, the, right, he said because the third one he said was definitely a halachli ibon machlekes that were um, the second one, the first machlekes. Um, so we have a, we had a machlekes between our papa and Rabuna of how to explain that machlekes. Is it that it's machlekes and halachli ibon? It is not a machlekes in regards to mashkin abola echol ka echol dami or not. And what's interesting is just an interesting point that uh, Rapapa wanted to say the lekuli ama mashkin lahalachli ibon is. Is lav ki ibud? I'm sorry. Is holech lamashkin loechel is lav kaechel, which would sound like it would be aser, but yet we paskin not that way. We paskin that you can squeeze, let's say, a lemon into avocado. To use my childhood example. Okay, um, we said b'shem rav that uh, if you squeeze grapes into a kadera, right? It's the same thing. Mashkin loechel is kaechel, and we said doglet sirai even into kaara that you can squeeze a fish. And the brine comes even into a plate to collect the fish liquid because we said that according to Rav, we said that the brine of the fish has a din of Eichel. And Abaya heard the same remember from Shmuel and he asked because we learned the following Machlekes that we said, here's your chart, right? We said Rav, Shmuel, Rav Yechen, and Machlekes in regards to um, if you squeeze Kavash and Legufan, everybody holds it's going to be Mutter. Lemei Mehem, we have uh, Rav and Shmuel hold this Potter and Rav Yechen said Chayv Chatos. And Shlokin, everybody hold Legufan was going to be Mutter. If you're squeezing it just to make the food better, then we don't care about the liquid. That's a mutter to do. And let me may him again, we had the spectrum. That according to Rav, he held that it's mutter. Shmuel held his patar avalasar and Riechen held his chayev. Okay, and we asked Akasha from the Brysa that said seichtin and was, did not differentiate. And we had to rework that Brysa according to all three because um, they are all going to hold that um, in regards to that it is not universal. Okay? That uh, let me may him, Nobody holds that it's mutter. So we had to rework, at least according to, right, by Kvashim. So we had to rework that whole b'risa according to Rav Shemal and Rav Yechna. Okay, B'Shem Rav, we said that uh, Dvar Torah, you're not going to be chayiv b'drisa with stomping, because that's not normal. The only time it's normally you, you use stomping to get the liquid out, that's only by Navamization, that's going to be Daraisa. And then he brought, into the concept, he brought in the concept of Aid P. Aid, which we paskin that Aid P. Aid is allowed by a woman and a Bachar, because we believe a woman for that as well. 
And then we said, we talked about the last case of Mishnah of Chal Svasha Rizkan, okay, that the Tanakama said if they came out on their own, right? So on Erev Shabbos, you, you chop them up, and then the Devash oozes out on Shabbos. Um, Tanakama held its usher, the Chal held its usher, Rebbe Lezer held its mutter, and Rebbe Yishia came and he brought a mission and he said that Mater Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Shimon, he had a Rebbe Shimon number one, and number two, he said even by Zesimah Novim, because that is a case of Mashkeh, and that the Chiddush is, is that even liquids that get separated, not only Devash, According to Rabbi Lazar, even liquids is going to be motor. And then we said, we talked about Bishel, Achar Bishel. We said, Kol Shabbat On Arab Shabbos, then you can recook it on Shabbos, like the Rav Safra said, like the Tarnagolus of Rav Abba. And anything that not come in Chaman, you can rinse with hot water except for Kaliya Bishel. Okay, and Rav Yisuf says that this is really, this is really, really a problem. You're going to be high Chatos if you rinse the, this type of uh, thin skinned fish in, in, um, in, in hot water. And then we had this whole discussion between Rav Chia, Rav Asi, their shmuz, and then Rav Yechanan, and they discussed the following concepts that they had two different ways. Rav Chia and Rav Asi explained it one way, Rav Yechanan said that you guys were wrong. Number one, they explained why the, the if is in bubble fat, and uh, he firstly answered that, well, in Asi you have fatter ones, and Rav Yechanan said, no, that's not the reason, it's because of Legalu, and why the people in bubble, why are they, why are they very happy on Yantif? And uh, Ravasi tried to say, because they're Aniyim, and, and, and Rav Yechelen said, no, it's because they weren't in the Klala of Chod Shechem Ma'adechem Sano Lainafshi. Sano Lainafshi, Ta'ala Hayalai Lutayach. And he said, why did the Talmud Chachamim in Babel Mitzu, right, Mitzu Yonim, right? Why do they wear um, nice clothing? Because they're not B'nai Terah. That's what Ravasi tried to say, they're not B'nai Terah. And. Um, and therefore, they needed the, the people in Babel are not B'nai Torah. So, in order in order to be respected, they had to wear nice clothing. And um, and uh, to which Rav Yechon says that's absolutely not true. He, right, we had the pasuk by Bam Yashish Yaakov as a proof that no, that they were in fact coming to Chalim in Babel. Rather, it's because they were out of place. So they didn't have to, to build their reputation. They didn't have. It's not their hometown. They, their name wasn't going to go far enough. So they wore clothing so that they would appear to be distinguished. And we wanted to know why are the Gaim, Why did they have the zuama? Uh, Ravasi said because they eat bugs. And um, we, said, uh, we said that, no, Rav Yechanan says, no, it's because they were not, even on Harsina. Now, by the way, that concept argues because on Harsina, the Pasku Zuama, but that, uh, Rav Abba would argue on Rav Yechanan in that regard because he held that it was, uh, the Zuama was pas- stopped by the time the Shvatim were around.